Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to the Journey In podcast with me, Jess Montasia. I'm here to remind you guys, you can now support the show by becoming an active listener. Becoming an active listener contributes to the show in a really big way, and it's going to help me to continue to spread my mission through this podcast. So to become an active listener, scroll to the bottom of any episode show notes and look for the very last link anchor.fm slash journeyandpod slash support. Click on it and it will get you all set up to make a monthly contribution that goes directly to the show in any amount that you feel called. Thank you guys so much just for being here and listening and also supporting the show in this way. I can't wait to continue journeying with you. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Today, I want to talk about emotions. This is something that has been a huge part of like navigating my emotions has been a huge part of my personal development journey, my spiritual journey, and it's honestly been the most challenging part. I'm not going to lie. And I always feel so called to talk about emotions, especially the lower frequency emotions, just because there's so much shame that is placed on us when we feel lower frequency emotions and it just makes things even worse. And I think that a lot of us can relate to when we're young, if we're crying or if we're upset about something, maybe like our parents or an authority figure, a teacher or someone, or even friends saying, don't cry, be strong. And having to learn to suppress our emotions at such a young age, which really conditions us to believe that feeling all of our emotions is bad. And I truly believe that that is a huge factor as to why so many people struggle with anxiety and depression. And so navigating, learning to navigate and honor and recognize the full spectrum of my emotions in my journey has been game-changing. And so I really want to dive into some tips on how to navigate through the lower emotions because you cannot get to the full extent of high emotions without fully feeling your low emotions. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, But first, I want to dive into something that really – This is a huge life hack and also a huge relationship hack, and that is finding out if you are either emotional or non-emotional in human design. So I'm going to explain what that means because it's dependent on your chart, and you guys have heard me talk about human design on the podcast already because I'm obsessed with it. It is such a beautiful tool for deeper self-awareness. And when I found this out about my chart, I so much was just, I just felt so validated and I understood why I was moody all the time and it allowed me to step into such a deeper self-awareness that I didn't even know I needed. And it's been really, really helpful. So Let's get into what that means. So with your chart, there is a center called the solar plexus center, and it is the triangle that's on the right-hand side. It's like the lower right-hand triangle on the chart, 
and it's either going to be colored in or it's going to be white. And so if it's colored in, that means that you are defined emotionally or you are classified as an emotional being in human design. If it's white, that means that you are classified as being non-emotional in human design. And this does not mean that you don't experience emotions. We're going to talk about what it means in a second. So if you have your chart, pull it up, check if you if your solar plexus center is either defined or undefined. And if you don't have your chart, you can go to www.myhumandesign.com or www.dayluna, D-A-Y-L-U-N-A, daylunalife.com. And you can enter in your birth information. You need your day, you need the city and state, and you need the exact time in order to pull your birth chart. So pause this and go do that if you don't have it already. Those are my two favorite free resources to get your human design chart. And go ahead, do that. Or if you already know, keep following along. So for me, my human design, I am defined emotionally. So my solar plexus center is colored in. And what this means if you are defined emotionally, and I should preface also by saying that it's about half and half of the population. So half of the population is defined emotionally in human design and half of the population is classified as non-emotional in human design. So diving deeper into what this actually means. If you are defined emotionally in human design, what this means is that you have a chemical makeup in your brain that determines a an emotional wave for you. So you experience emotional highs, happiness, joy, excitement, and emotional lows, which can show up as sadness, anger, frustration, even anxiety. You experience these on based on a chemical makeup in your brain and you can't control them. So this is basically the definition of when you wake up on the wrong side of the bed and you have no idea why. You're probably emotionally defined in human design. And so this, for me, learning this about myself was, I was like, holy shit, this is insane. Because I would be, I would get moody sometimes and I would be like, I have no reason to be upset right now. I have no reason to be sad. Like, why am I feeling this way? And so basically people who are emotionally defined in human design don't, their emotions are not defined by external circumstances. They definitely can be, don't get me wrong. Like something can happen in your life that makes you feel a certain way, obviously, but you don't need an external circumstance to cause an emotion. I hope that makes sense. So for me, that was extremely validating because there are times where I get so in a low and I just want to isolate and I just want to be by myself. And I'm like, why am I feeling this way? Everything in life is fine. And so it really takes, for me, it took away the need to put an explanation on my emotions, which in itself was so liberating. It really allowed me to just be able to accept my emotions for all that they are and understand that they're going to come in waves. And this is something I'm definitely still navigating. There are people with 
that are emotionally defined in human design. This is what's called their inner authority, which is what they're meant to use to help them make decisions in their life. And so it's not, this is not the same for everyone. People who are not emotionally defined in human design, their emotions don't guide their decisions. It's something else in their chart. I'm not going to dive into that right now though. But with an being a, an, a defined emotional in human design, you are meant to utilize your emotions to help guide your decisions in your life. And what that means is that you're not meant to make decisions in the moment. Like spontaneous decisions are not beneficial for you. And learning this was something that I had a lot of resistance to at first because we're in a society that preaches instant gratification and the need to do things quickly and that being productive means getting everything done right away and being emotionally defined in human design means that you operate at a slower pace and we are very much so here to honor that and to show the rest of society that we don't have to do everything instantly. We can honor our emotions and how we're feeling and give ourselves time to feel into them. So with decisions in life, if you're presented with something and you are a defined emotional according to human design, it's really important to give yourself at least 24 hours to go through an emotional wave around that decision. Because you can say yes to something when you're in an emotional high, like you're super happy. And then the next day you can regret it and be like, why did I actually say yes to that? And vice versa as well. You can say no to something if you're an emotion, in an emotional low and you're just feeling really down and everything sucks. <laughs> you can say no to something and then the next day be like, wait, I actually want to do that. So this saves you a lot of indecision in your life. It saves you from being so indecisive. And I know that I'm sure if you experience this in your life, and that really resonates, I'm sure you are someone who is emotionally defined in human design. And so it's really important to just, when you're presented with something, say, hey, yeah, I would love to think on this and I'll get back to you in 24 or 48 hours. That's what I always say. And then just feel into your emotions around it. And ultimately, after you go through highs and lows around it, because you will, if you're emotionally defined, you're going to go through highs and lows around it. Then you're going to get to a point of clarity where you can ask yourself again, okay, do I want to move forward with, th with this decision? And if you get a continual feeling of positive emotions, like happiness and excitement around it, then it's a yes. Versus if you get a continual feeling of negative emotions around it, like it's just not lighting you up, it's kind of giving you some anxiety or just making you, it's just turning you off, then that's a no. And so it takes a lot of practice to really become aware and tap into this much deeper. I've been on my the journey of experimenting with my human design and implementing it in my life for over a year now. And it's, it's definitely something I'm still navigating. But it has been game-changing, truly. Like there are so many things that I passed on that I probably would have said yes to and that I would have stayed in them just because I said yes and felt obligated to and that's how you get stuck in people pleasing so this is a really great life hack and is something that has truly changed my life and again it's something it takes a lot of practice but 
just knowing this about yourself can really, it can really improve not only your decisiveness, but also the relationships in your life. But you have to be the one to set the tone and you have to be the one to tell everyone around you like, hey, I need some time to feel into my emotions around this decision. And normally people are okay with that, but it's about setting the tone up front instead of committing and then having to go back and change your mind about something because that always comes off as wishy-washy. So it really helps there. So now we're going to get into what it means if you are non-emotional. And again, if you're non-emotional in human design, that means that the solar plexus center, the little triangle that's on the bottom right hand side of your chart is white. This does not mean you don't experience emotions. The key here is that your emotions are dictated by your external circumstances. So you don't have this chemical makeup in your brain that is causing you to ride this emotional wave. You are naturally, emotionally very cool, calm, and collected, but things in your life are going to trigger certain emotions. So that is the key difference. And something that is huge here to know and understand is that if you are in the presence of someone who is emotionally defined in human design, you actually have the ability to amplify their emotions. This is, this is, in my opinion, the key, like the ultimate life hack to navigating relationships in life, just in my opinion. And so an example of this, so I'm emotionally defined. My mom is emotionally undefined. And any time before I was aware of this about both of us, before I knew about human design, any time I would be in a bad mood and I would express it to her, she would be totally fine. And then all of a sudden she would snap and she would be amplifying my bad mood. And then it would just make me even more irritable because I'd be like, why the fuck? Like, why are you so irritable right now? Like I'm the pissy one. And now all of a sudden you're in a bad mood. Like it felt like she was copying my mood, but what she was doing and she didn't even consciously realize this is her, since she is undefined emotionally, she was amplifying my emotions. So this is something that is really important to understand if you aren't emotional or if you're unemotionally defined in human design, this can really help you with understanding and navigating through the confusion if you walk into a room and suddenly you feel a wave of sadness or a wave of anger and you're like, why am I all of a sudden feeling this way? You can pick up on a lot of emotions throughout your day that are not yours. And so understanding this, this is the first step to awareness of being able to shake off other people's emotions and being able to stay within that inner clarity. So I hope all of that made sense. It's truly something that, again, can just make emotions are such a big part of our life. And I think that it can knowing this about yourself and about your loved ones and anyone close to you in your life can really just bring you into such a deeper understanding of your process and their processes as well. And human design aside, this is something that this is a topic that we are just so conditioned to not embrace 
and feel and be honest about when we are experiencing lower frequency emotions. I just don't understand, like, why do we have to be happy all the time? Like, the reality is, is that that's not the case for anyone. It's just not. And I'm very honest with myself now about when I'm not feeling good, when I'm feeling anxious or when I'm feeling sad or when I'm feeling mad and I've noticed that the more that I give space to these emotions and the more that I just like admit it to myself the sooner I move through them because that is the key if you just keep ignoring them and you just keep pushing them to the side like they're not going to go away they're just going to get stuffed down further and further and further and to me that's what creates anxiety and depression or can be a reason a factor And so the first step is really like admitting to yourself that you're feeling this way, not needing a reason for it, or maybe there is a reason that's fine too, but you don't need a reason to be feeling this way. You don't. And the more that you accept that, the more other people around you will accept that. And so really the the biggest life hack is learning how to understand and feel and move through your lower vibration, lower frequency emotions because that's what's going to help you be able to reach the high, happy, excited, elated emotions. Otherwise, I always, when I would do meditation, lead meditation classes, I would always speak on emotions and I would always reference, if you're not allowing yourself to feel the full spectrum of emotions, you're basically driving life or you're basically going through life, driving your car in neutral. Like you're not going forward. You're not going backward. You're not really feeling. And That just takes the flavor out of life. That takes the fullness out of life. And we are very much here. We're given emotions for a reason. Like, why would we be given these emotions if we weren't meant to feel them and experience them? And they suck. Like, feeling angry and sad is not fun. Like, to this day, I still don't like feeling it, but I let myself go into it. Because I know that I need to. I know that my body is guiding me into deeper wisdom by experiencing these emotions. And it doesn't make sense to the mind, but you have to just trust it and just go into it. And the sooner that you do, the sooner they pass. And it really does provide such clarity that you didn't even know you needed That's how I always feel. And so what I do when I'm feeling some type of way, when I'm feeling like either sad or just emotionally unwell, (laughs) I I tend to isolate myself. There's very few people that I like to be around if I'm in an emotional low. It kind of depends. But I tend to isolate myself and I like to cuddle with my dog because he doesn't talk. So I can just explode and he doesn't care (laughs) um but yeah I isolate myself I love to listen to music that just really helps me to embody the emotions that I'm feeling I literally have a playlist on Spotify called songs to cry to I'll link it in the show notes 
and I put it on when I'm feeling really fucking sad and I just sing to it and I move to it and I like release all judgment. I create a really safe container for myself and allow myself to just feel. No questions asked. No need to put an explanation to the feeling or a reason to it. And I just, I just move with it for as long as I need to. I love doing it in the car the most. I don't know why. Like, does anyone else feel that way? Like, I love driving and getting all in my feels with really emotional songs. But anyways, and then the same, the opposite is true for when I'm in an emotional high. So I was just in an emotional high yesterday. And what that means is that I was in such a good mood and like everything I was feeling so good about my life, like everything was just making me feel good about myself and I was like oh my gosh I'm riding a high right now and I was embracing it like I actually put on Ariana Grande because she's just bad bitch vibes and was just in the car vibing to Ariana Grande feeling like a bad bitch and it felt really good and that was that's just one way that I really channel my higher frequency emotions. I also love to socialize when I am in a high frequency emotion state because, I mean, who doesn't? You love being around people when you're in a good mood, right? So that is, that's kind of, that's what I do when I am feeling some type of way, whether it's happy or sad. And it's just really important to understand that you are really here to feel the full spectrum of emotions. That is so, so, so key to our human existence. And so my intention for speaking on this was to hopefully inspire other people to really allow themselves to step into these emotions and to really release all judgment around them. And just know that there may be a lot of lower frequency emotions that as you step into this more and more, you may need to really shed away a lot of shit. And so it can feel really overwhelming and it can feel like you're sad and mad all the time. But I promise you, you will get through it and you will reach that point of happiness and joy and clarity. And you'll feel so much better, so much more alive, like feeling your emotions, really feeling them, stepping into them and like giving them the center stage to be seen and felt and heard. To me, that is life in color. That is how we are meant to experience life. And that's what makes it so good. That's what makes it so juicy. And yeah, it's not always fun. I'm not going to lie. It actually really fucking sucks sometimes. (laughs) A lot of the time. And like I said, I'm still myself navigating my emotional wave. I think that it's actually been the most challenging part of my chart is understanding my own emotional wave. It's also because it's on my unconscious side. So that's a whole nother layer. But basically in human design, you can have traits that are on your conscious side and on your unconscious side. And my emotional wave lies on my unconscious side. So it's a little 
it's a little harder for me to consciously tap into, but we're getting there. So I hope this was helpful. I hope this, if you've been feeling a lot of emotions and you're feeling any sort of shame around that, first of all, also admit to yourself that you have shame around them because that's not something to feel guilty about. It just means that at some point in your life, you were shamed for feeling low frequency emotions. It's conditioning is all it is. And normally when you allow yourself to admit that and to see that, you can actually pinpoint what in your life or who in your life made you conditioned you to feel that way. Um, In any client session, anytime there's resistance around feeling an emotion, almost always we get to like the exact moment in their life that they were told, suck it up. Like, especially with male clients, be a man. I fucking hate that. But anyways, that's a whole nother tangent. So Again, I really highly recommend going and pulling your free chart if you haven't done so already. And I do offer one-on-one human design readings. If you are seeking clarity and wanting a little more support, I can also walk you through your specific chart and go over how your emotions play a role in it and how you can implement that into your life. But for now, that is my spiel on emotions and I'm sure there will be a lot more to come on this because I always, I always naturally gravitate towards talking about emotions. Like anytime I would be leading meditation classes, I would always be brought back to emotions because I don't plan it in advance. I would always just speak on what felt true and what the room needed to hear. And so I think that as a collective, this is something that we really, really need. We need to give ourselves permission to step into the full range of human emotions that we are here to feel. And I hope that if you're listening to this, this is giving you, bringing you one step closer to granting that permission for yourself. So good luck. It's not always easy. It's not always fun. But just know that you're not alone in it and the more that you are honest with yourself and how you're feeling, the easier it will be.